Alright, so we're talking uh, episode 37, I believe. And yeah, this is Addiction Borrelwego, a gambling addiction. And, you know, that's what that episode talks uh, talks about a little bit, about Walt's fake FO gambling addiction. Yeah, but a lot of these things, you know, one way to look at it is conocer causas y consequences. You get to hear cases and consequences. It, it seems like a bedtime problem, huh? And a lot of times, I mean, personally, I'll say ladron, a thief. Like, why are you, why are you thoughts uh, stealing my sleep, a ladron, you thief of sleep? And, you know, every once in a while someone will look at this podcast and they, they may be mis- mistaken and say, I've inventaba. Like, he invented a way to stop the, uh, the thieves of sleep. Uh, which could be a release to be a relief to people when they think they're lying down and they're just rolling the old dados, rolling the old dice, and saying, you know, one in twenty chance of getting some sleep. SL Trato, it's the deal. It's the time when the facturas and the mental facturas, uh, the mental bills come due. And then you may even like stop thinking clearly, and you hear something strange like. Socializar is is a problema. The socializer is the problem. And you'll say what? And then they'll say esta noche, es el noche. Uh, this this night is the night. And you say okay, I do like it is. This night is the night. You're you're right about that one. And then you'll say, wait, is this, is this the, the podcast or my mind is doing this saying, uh, conocido, known, like, it is known, Khaleesi. Uh, it is known Scooter has a trouble with his enfocate, his focus. Uh, he's known to get into too many detail, too many details. And he, he, he is tense to actua, acts, uh, str- little, uh, little babodas. Uh, but have you ever supposed? Have you ever supposed uh, that you know that song? No encima, not over, uh, not somewhere over the rainbow, but somewhere alazar, alazar, somewhere random, not over the rainbow, but somewhere random. Uh, somewhere r- random what scoots? Because this is where the, the where Henson Incorporated. You're here to pitch us. Oh, oh, really? I was—I thought I was in the middle of a strange podcast story. Okay, so here's my pitch on uh, oh, somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, two, it is. Was there a somewhere over the rainbow one? Because I don't remember it. Was uh, that what Kermit was? That's the rainbow connection, and that's my pitch: is connecting the rainbow connection to the over the rainbow. Are those both your songs? Do you have the rights to those two songs? Because that's the Guillon, the script I'm going to be writing. Uh, somewhere over the Rainbow Connection. Is that too? That's okay. Well, you know, that's just a, that's not even a working title. That was just a title I thought of. I know it sounds ridiculous, ridiculous but don't worry. Uh, I just have to flush out a, t- a few things like what was there a movie under the rainbow or over? I think there was a movie over the rainbow, right? It's my pitch, but you're not going to help me in the pitch. Okay. And what, what's the rainbow connection about? Cause it confuses me, right? Uh, wait, are you saying Solaire get out? No, no, no. Let me finish my pitch. Uh, ladies and gentlemen. Because uh, one day you'll be like, uh, Conto, he told the tale of the greatest pitch, rainbow-related script pitch ever. Story pitch. Okay, story. yeah, we're just pitching stories here. Uh, so everybody, uh, Montaner, you know, keep, keep, keep your seats on. Keep your butts in your seats. If you feel infermo, just raise your, you know, go, but come back. You know, I give you a bathroom pass. Because uh, I want you to think, uh, pensar diferente y contenta. We're going to make this uh, sh- this uh, story a combination of different thinking and content thinking.
You know, because that's what you think of with the rainbow, is you're looking for some kind of certainty. Is it gold at the end of the rainbow? Is it some mystical world over or under the rainbow like Oz? Wait, Oz doesn't have anything to do with rainbows? Okay, who's this person? I thought you weren't going to help me with my pitch, but that's just such a big help. Thank you. They just made a rainbow connection with you. I was thinking of something. It would start out with uh, Saccharon, uh, Cinturones. They took belts, you, you know, you know, belts from a jug, jug rainbow, you know, like a belt, like a, a swig. Yeah, like, so the characters, they ingest the rainbow. Of course it would be organic, 100% organic rainbow. And then all of a sudden, whatever happens to them, there becomes a uh, publico medio, a public fear of rainbow power, maybe jealousy, not, not based on any reality. Maybe they didn't even actually drink rainbows. There's just a rumor around it. And, okay, are you saying, uh, see un idiota and pointing at me? Well, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I appreciate your el tono, your tone, but uh, I'll keep going. Because uh, I'm just getting to the good parts. Uh, uh, guarda ese parte. Uh, and that's the part you don't want me to leave out, correct? Because uh, what's going to happen in this little tale is a Biliano defectos. The villain's going to defect from the world of the rainbow to our world, and that's going to be, with a, it'll be a villain, but it'll say, hey, well, I'm here to, uh, I came from the rainbow land. You, you had two children that drank the power of the rainbow, and I'm here to help your world. But it's a really a Biliano, a villain, pretending to come and, that they defected from the rainbow world. Uh, no, Maypar, I say, I don't think this is going to be El Duro de la Pelicula, the hard movie to sell that you think it is. And another question to think about is, is the rainbow world like ours, is it a sphero, a sphere? Therapia? Do I do go to get therapia? Yeah, I do, I do. Or let me ask you another question. Is the rainbow world espiso, flat? Is it round or is it flat? You know, that could be a modern day. What do they call that when it's like a political thing? Is that, it's not a parody. It's not satire. Is it satire or is it the other one? Like kind of like the Daily Show does. Is that satire? Biting satire. I've dreamed about it one day. You know, because basis, the times they are changing. Are you saying, Coho, my idea sounds lame? Well, oof. Uh, well, uh, you'll be in for El Libio, a relief, uh, when you hear the yo-yar, the cries of joy while children are watching my movie that I haven't made up. And then who will be Berlando? Uh, who will be teasing whom? Because, uh, Maimandas, you sent me. You, why don't you actually send me to the rainbow world? Because I see back to the rainbow connection. What does it mean? What is a rainbow connection? Le bayo muy bien. I think uh, Kermit said that the Kermit could see very well. A little bit like a shisostos plegarias, humorous prayers. The rainbow connection is really like a humorous prayer, I think. No? Uh, un mojo, a moldy prayer. I don't, I've never, I'm not familiar, I'm more familiar with humorous prayers than moldy ones. Uh, like, so we can, and we can also work in things like the part of the, back to the pitch, okay? You guys are getting me off track. What do you think about a purpurea uh, carpeta, a purple folder, as one of the characters? They call it the purple folder. And then maybe a Heta, a Mug, uh, Roy G. Biv. Do, can we have a character named Roy G. Biv, or is that too obvious? Uh, Grabo de Soyo, uh, Grabo de Solo, a uh, recorded only. Uh, you know, Payor. support could be worse. Your support could be worse. You know, I'm trying to pitch this, come up with this movie here. Uh, de Sirlis, I'm trying to tell you it. 
because I want to create a situation where we all ganaste, we all have won, and the rainbow people have won over this villain uh, that defected to our world. Uh, so, is any Qualcare, do any of you have uh, good ideas to offer? Because I feel like a hogo, like I feel like I'm going underwater here without your help. Okay, well, I'll just get back to Contarles to telling you, say how Blair te algo. You know, if you make something, if we make something out of making something out of rainbows, rainbow connection too, over, over, the under, under the over, what about something like that, a little wordplay? Los cosas por los menos, like things are at least, then you're like, it's somewhere over, in the somewhere over under, in the middle of the rainbow, that doesn't sound. It does sound very seguro. That probably sounds like the safest place in a rainbow, the middle of the rainbow, in my opinion. And that would be something I'd lograr. I'd like to achieve physico, physical oneness with the rainbow. And maybe that's what the children were trying to do as they drank the juice of the rainbow. You know, Buscando, I'm searching here for, for a story, a story thread. I would even, at this point, I would even tipo culto, I would join a story cult if it meant, you know, getting this, getting through this pitch meeting, you know, because I love the, I love it. You guys owned by Disney now? Okay. I'm just waiting for the point where my brain, I go, ah, yes, ah, there it is. There's the rainbow connection between those two, two movies, uh, like tazas, galletas, like cookie cups. How about that? How about we just invent those instead of a movie? Cookie cups. It's a cup and it's a cookie. Cookie cups. Uh, by Henson Incorporated and Scooter. Make a rainbow connection with a rainbow cookie cup. Uh, no, that's that feels more like a blaga to you. Well, okay. Uh, how about something more in the adult range, like in a, like a. Like a enredar esposas, entangling wives type thing. No, it does, you don't think that'll pista. You don't think that'll track. You're full of duda and me doubt. Well, it, you know, pues hable. Then speak up. You know, uh, sobre actue, act up. Because uh, when I when I talk, you know, you don't, you don't, you know. I guess you don't need to listen. You know, at this point, I'm feeling like a casquillo, a shell. You know, what secedio? What happened? I thought I had a solid idea. Any, actually, I didn't even. I thought I was doing a podcast episode, and then you told me I was in a pitch. Uh, you know, I did not feel like I was manejando, driving the pitch, and I felt like you were giving me the el timbre, the ringer. Because uh, if I knew it was a pitch about rainbow movies, uh, Abrio, I would have opened with something, uh, Saldria, so you'd come on my side, you know, maybe a little she stay, a little joke, and then I would capaz essay tipo, you know, talk about it and such. You know, what character should we do? Should this be a Muppet movie? How about that? You know, what you if you're working on the third Muppet movie? Because uh, Kamada will stay calm. Rainbows and Muppets go. I mean, why? When was the last time Kirk, Kermit sang "Rainbow Connection"? Oh boy, that's that, that's sad. I'm gonna. Pause. And then he quoted that Huela, the footprints in the sand poem. Well, that's touching. That would be something I'd like to testigo to witness Kermit singing. Well, it could start out as a sad tale about Kermit. He's perdido. He's lost. Maybe because some uh, uh, charse, some lie he told. And then he encounters the ondas, invisibles, the invisible waves of the rainbow world that seem to answer. Uh, he hears a swainan, a sound. Uh, you know, you remember we were saying it was a humorous Almost like it, uh, Rogar preys on Kermit's fears of the consequences of his lie. And then there, there's a demora, a delay. 
And of course, there's a risigo, a risk, and then uh, Kermit goes into the rainbow world. But they think he, the Muppets are searching for him, searching for Kermit, the rainbow connection. How's that? They're searching in our world. That was a plot of a movie already? A Muppet movie. Uh, was it Algo Gonel, like something with rainbows, or was it just regular? And then they find out, oh, it was the same plot, because I didn't see that one. And then, but was Kermit in the rainbow world? And then he brings something back to our world. You know, but the, there's a defector. The villain is from, not a, no, 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 not a Kermit lookalike at all, no. I can see how that would have been the plot of that movie. But this isn't not, no, no, no. Yeah, it's a, no, it's rainbow based. And what if Kermit went over the rainbow world and to come back, how about this? And then we'll finish up. Goes over to Rainbow World, needs to bring something back to save our world from the villain from the Rainbow World and save the Rainbow World. Uh, but it, at a cost of losing Kermit's greenness, uh, which makes him fear that Miss Piggy won't love him because she loves it, because he thinks she loves him because he's green. And, you know, because it's not easy being green. So Kermit's her- heroism, he returns to this world, another color, maybe like a. A milky blue, you know, something and where it's definitely, you're all staring at me with blank faces. What kind of Muppet, you know, and then, uh, don't worry, there's Act 3. Don't worry, that's just, you know, of course, the, the rainbow connection restores Kermit to Kermit's greenness. But Miss Pit Piggy never stopped loving him. So maybe she goes colorblind as a part of it. But the rest of it you may think about. Okay, so I should go with this guard here. Okay, thank you for this pitch. Thank you. Rainbow Connection 2. Uh, oh, 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 into the rainbow. Uh, Kermit, Kermit turns blue. Something. Okay, thank you. All right, so we're talking uh, metastasis episode 37. Sarah saw for the Los Polio shipment, frozen chicken stuff. Uh, Mike Mario's guarding it, you know, don't mess with the secret uh, recipe. Some dudes spray paint the truck, which Mike doesn't like. But then uh, this next scene was confusing because it looked like there was sunlight in the room. Cielo was trying to sleep even though the sun was shining in the face. And then it was, it looked like it was 310. Uh... Yeah, but she didn't look like she wanted to get up. And then what does this say? Ludopatia. Oh, she starts writing a notebook. In notebook, yeah. Ludopatia. Uh, then they're in a class, or is it some sort of addiction meeting? And somebody's teaching it's wicked boring because Walt's falling asleep, or he does, you know, it doesn't apply to him, but they're pretending it does. Cielo's taking notes. Uh, then they're home. Cielo's on the phone with Maria. Walt seems like he's playing solitaire at first, which I was like, that's strange. And then I think it was like, okay, tonight's the night. And then I was like, oh, was Walt learning to count cards? Question mark. Oh, and I think the name of the episode is Bales. And then I said, next page, I said, oh, is he trying to learn how to explain counting cards? And Ciel's like, dude, your lies are just not good enough. Then she pulls out a parliamentios, a parliamentary procedure, or a script, it looks like. And it said, something that made me think that Walt said, did you print this off the internet? And Walt's very frustrated. And she's like, dude, do you realize how serious this is? You need to start studying, yo. Uh, then we have the... the uh, Cielo and Walt doing practice for uh, Henry Marion Jr. out in the garden with other chairs Henry and stuffed animals. Henry's a gorilla. Maria's like a spotted pink and brown pony. We actually, some other colored spots, too. So a little fantastical. I don't know if there was really much purple. And Jr.'s like a little baby giraffe. Uh, Walt sits there drinking tea. He reads this script. He says, idiots? Are you calling me an idiot in this script? I'm an idiot? 
and I have to say I'm an idiot. And then he argues over like every single line. And Serio, Sirius Yellow asks, exclamation point. They argue, Cielo gets frustrated. And Walt just starts doing his own rewrites right there, like total diva. Like, no, 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 I would never say this. And then they argue over it. Dan Repento, Walt doesn't like to repent. Then they argue over where to sit. Walt's like, you should be closer to Maria, you know, her sister. And then it transitions and knock at a door. Uh, and they're with Junior. It's at uh, Henry and Maria's house. They've got a casserole, and it's go time. It takes Henry and Maria a while to answer, though, the door. But they do. Henry's in a chair. He's super chip, chipper, hamming it up. He's like, thank God you're here to rescue me from this, being stuck with Maria. He does some mineralis material, like, oh, boy, you're in for a treat tonight. He's staring at rocks. And I say, no, no, minerales, not pierdas, uh, scoots. They say, thank you, Henry. Thanks for breaking the wall. Uh, then Walt, like, totally true. Oh, no, I, I'm jumping ahead. Sorry about that. I got so distracted by Henry speaking to me. Uh, then they're in the uh, hall. Henry kind of shows off his wheelchair skills. He's, and then he's showing off his minerals in his room, minerales. They're looking at him through the magnifying glass, Junior. And Henry's kind of describing him, but of course, Walt has to trump him, totally trump him with stories about facts. You know, he has to use facts and history or something. And then Henry's kind of, you know, that was his thing, and Walt kind of took it from him. So then Henry busts out some DFA evidence, and he's like, you guys got to see this DVD, and it's karaoke, it's Guido. And it's so, he's being so genuine. He's in like a dress shirt with an untied tie on. And he's being very genuine in this, this solo karaoke. So Henry and Junior are cracking up. But Walt's not laughing. And Walt kind of quiets down. He starts hearing, you know, the noises, the dramatic noises when you don't hear things. And then it cuts. And then Cielo's in mid-acting, telling her story from the script from earlier. Henry's now nonplussed, uh, and Junior's, but Junior's all proud of his dad for cheating the system, uh, being good at something. Walt tries to act all sad, his hands, his head's in his hands. Then Cielo goes off script, and Walt looks up, and Junior's still all pleased. Walt tries to play it down. And then he's like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'm so down. And Henry even laughs. But then Walt sneaks into their bedroom. And he starts to look in the file of Guido's stuff. Henry calls him downstairs. And Henry talks while Walt tries again to play his role of reconciled uh, gambler. And then they cut to Walt getting shown the notebook, the lab notebook by Henry. Henry has a real nice shirt on. I don't know if I've seen it before. It's like kind of like red and blue circles with blue geometric lines against a white background. Uh, looked way better than I described it. And then he says Heisenberg. Even Walt has a laugh. And then they look at more stuff. In Cundigo, uh, a recipe for something. I think it was like a, a sugar, so I think there was sugar in it. And he's like, oh, it's not meth, it's candy. Uh, then they talk about WB, my inspiration. And then Walt's like, uh, plays right into it. He goes, oh, yeah, you got me. And then he goes, no, it's that, remember they had the WB network, the WB. I think uh, Guido liked watching that frog. You know, they had the Disney Channel shows before Disney Channel did. And no one got that. So then, uh, well, it's like, no, it's a William Blake poem. And he finally, he I saw it. And then Henry can't believe it. And then Walt's like, is it Guido Heisenberg? 
And then Henry's not done, but Walt keeps asking questions. He can't. He keeps digging. And I think I can't remember from the Breaking Bad. I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's like where Walt's like, no, no, no. Heisenberg's way smarter than Guido. Then we're at Jose's place, and Walt shows up uh, at this crazy head shaving party. Uh, Jose's having, and Walt's like, dude, we got trouble. Jose's like, take off, bro. I'm shaving heads. And then Walt grills him, and Jose's like, you're stressing me out. I'm buzzing people's heads, so he asks Walt to leave. Then we have Saul and Walt talking about Suspecha and Henry, uh, Jose. Walt's in a panic. Saul, uh, Saul's making jokes. Uh, but Walt's real worried about it. There's French doors in the background with scales of justice kind of reflecting through them. I don't know if that's the first time I noticed that or what. And Walt's going on some overthinking tirade. And then Saul's like, I got an idea, which quiets Walt down. But still that plan, he's like, no, no, that still won't work. Uh, then we're back at Jose's place. He seems to want the party to be more fun or something. So he grabs some money. Uh, then it's pizza money. And then we're back at work and the cameras and Walt's cleaning. They're following Walt and Jose. Jose's weighing stuff. Walt's watching the cameras. Then we're back at the pizza party, but all the pizza money's gone. Uh, but Jose doesn't care. He just plays video games. Then he goes to sleep. Uh, Mike wakes Jose up. He says, hey, I found your pizza money. And Mike's like, I don't want you to intervene in my behalf, finding my pizza money. Don't worry about me. You're not my dad. So then Mike tells Gus that. He says, the kid said he's not, I'm not his dad. He's right, but I feel like a yet another father figure to this young man. And Gus says, interesting, this is Jose Miguel or Walt? And... Mike says, uh, Jose Miguel, I hate Walt. And then we see Walt, he's uh, at work. He looks at the time, he's like, what, WTF? Where's where's Jose? So he drives to Jose's. Jose's not there. He calls, he yells, uh, Jose, where are you? Then uh, he goes into the house. He knocks a lot, I think, before he went in. A lot like a parent. Uh, then he goes in the house. I guess I wrote that twice because uh, he went through the fence. Uh, then he's uh, like a little bit worried. He's calling for Jose. Then he calls Jose's phone, but it's in Jose's room. But Jose's not there. Walt's concerned. He runs back to work. He yells at the camera, where's my Jose? I want to know where my Jose is. And then we see Jose and Mario on a drive. Very father-son figuring. Because Mike tries to st- strike up some conversation about the trip, and Jose goes, nope. And then they just keep driving. And that's what I used to be like, too. How's your day? Nope. And that's the end of the episode. All right, so we're talking uh, Season 4, Episode 4 of Breaking Bad. And it's uh, called Bullet Points, like you would have on uh, most reports or websites. And it's a really good episode, a lot of good uh, interplay. Starts with Mike defending uh, Los Pollos Hermanos uh, recipes. Because you always hear about the Colonel's secret recipe for KFC. And I guess this one had one too. So they're like, okay, Mike's like, I got to keep this secret safe. Uh, Then we see it's 3.01 a.m., which I was confused about whether it was a.m. or p.m. in Metastasis, but in... Breaking Bad, it's 3.01 a.m. Skylar's in bed. She can't sleep. She has three books in bed with her. She's worried. she got a notebook by her bed, so she thinks of something. She writes it down. She closes her eyes, hoping that would relieve her. And as we all know, she, says, she closes her eyes for a second, and then she says, nope, not going to work. Uh, and then it cuts the next day, like, uh, highlighted, uh, printed off the internet notes about blackjack and counting blackjack and gambling addiction. 
And we're at some sort of like gambling addiction seminar, maybe or a meeting uh, with Skylar and Walt, but Walt's nodding off. Uh, then we're back at Skylar's house, and she's on the phone with Maria. And it sounds like they're going to dinner for the first time. And then we get a couple of classic scenes in here with uh, Walt and Skyler. And it starts with them talking about the counting cards aspect. And Walt's like trying to figure out how to count cards or to explain counting cards. Uh, Kelly Criterion. And then the system he devised, he's in his teacher mode. This guy was like, well, you're not teaching. And he's like, well, I thought I was in. She's like, just play cards. Like, no one's going to ask you to teach them. And he goes, don't you think it behooves me uh, to, 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 to explain anything? And she goes, it behooves you to be a pro. So chop, chop. And then Walt's like, don't chop, chop me. And then I liked that the first decision was whether or not to split or surrender uh, the eights. And it was like double down or not. I was like, oh, Walt. And then they go back and forth, but Walt's not winning. And Skylar's like, oh. And then Walt's like, well, don't worry. It's only about, you know, me keeping count and winning hands per hour or something. He goes, I know how to count cards. And this guy's telling this case, he goes, you know what? I'm in recovery. I shouldn't be playing cards. Uh, that's a fiction. And Sky's like, actually, that's a great idea. You're right. And then they move to the couch, and Sky's like, all right, we got a lot of ground cover. So they're still in the same room. I don't know. I didn't pay enough attention to tell if the camera, I think they had switched shots, but yeah, I think this is, so yeah, I guess I'm not good at that. Like if it was one, I don't think it was one straight shot, but it's still, uh, as far as like carrying off a story this long, so they're still in the same house. They're just in the living room now. And Sky was like, okay, let's get our story straight. He's, he's got a script. Or Walt says, the script says, Sky said, no, it's bullet points. He goes, bullet points? He goes, yeah, like a novella. And so, you know, we know Skyler's a short story uh, writer. And she's like, you're going to tell a D agent, we're just going to make up the story for Hank. It has to be word perfect. And it was a lot of writing in this story. And he goes, well, hey, Marie's already spilled the beans to Hank. And she's like, no, no, no. And she goes, uh, Hank thinks his insurance is paying for everything. And we're not telling him anything different. And then you see again, Walt like, wants uh, Hank to owe him or wants to, he goes, well, he goes, why is that again? You know, if we have the gambling story, shouldn't Hank know I'm paying for his treatment? And this guy's like, well, come on, you wouldn't take help from Gretchen and Elliot, so don't do that to Hank. And she goes, he'll, he'll find out one day. And then, you know, see Skyler's a little bit worried about Junior, you know, coming clean, not just to Hank and Marie, but to Junior. And then it's like, I think we should tag team the narrative. Like, we'll each take a part of the story and then hand it off. You know, so we don't leave anything out. It's just, it's funny that this was written by writers writing about uh, in act that you could see that they were enjoying it. The actors like, uh, the, the, the meta level of it, it was just delightful, at least to me, uh, cause then they're rewriting it. It's just like the levels to, to think about there. I don't know. Uh, but then they're talking about, the, you know, okay, let's talk about the car wash. Where'd you get the money? And Skyler's kind of being the director for a little while. This guy was like, okay, we want to tell you a whole story. It's a doozy. Hold on to your hats. And Walt's like, what? And he goes, we've got to keep it light, but let him know. Uh, expect something big. And it's a doozy. And then this guy was like, and then you take over. And it's going to stick close to the truth, but, you know, not, not, uh, you know, we, we need to get him on our sides. And she goes, okay, been three to four. Gambling was an addiction. I couldn't control that. And she goes, I even put, put some stuff that we got at the GA meeting. 
And then was like terribly, terribly ashamed of my actions. Too terribly. And this guy was like, yeah, contrition. And he goes, well, I wouldn't use that word. I don't use terribly. And then this guy was like, Frick, you can say it however you want, well, but you're jumping way ahead. And he goes, why would I be so ashamed? Uh, I was and am providing for my family. And this guy was like, can we just focus? And then Walt's like, I don't like this. I'm weak. I'm out of control. It look, makes me look like, uh, I mean, that's simple Walt's whole, whole M.O. He doesn't want to look weak. And this guy was like, it has to be warts and all, Walt. And she goes, believe me, I'm the one that looks the worst. I, you know, she tries to get him to have some empathy, but Walt... Uh, is not having it, but then he kind of seems, she's like, you know, Junior's the one that he, she, you're going to be his hero. I'm the, you know, one he's shaming for all this. And then again, another turn of brilliance, because Walt goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I put you all through that. And you see Skyler's reaction. Walt goes, well, how does that sound? Does that sound believable? Because uh, that was two sorries. And then they go back and forth some more. Oh, there was a good glare on stupid. And then the, the kind of closes with them going back and forth. And then Skyler says, well, maybe lying doesn't come as easily to me as it does to you, Walt. And then it goes ding dong. And then we're at Hank and Marie's. And everybody's so chipper and happy to see each other and the baby. And Hank's, you know, cracking up. Oh, is that real food? I might, I might actually get a meal. You know, your Aunt Marie's cute, but she could burn water, you know. And she's like, so funny. Go show the boys your rock collection. And they're like, rock collection? He goes, uh, mineral collection. He goes, it's just a little something. He goes, you guys want to see it? So, oh, it's so, I love this show. And he's like, yeah, let's go. And then there's a little thing with uh, Hank's chair and Walt trying to maintain And he's like, well, you know, give me my space, man. And then the, the Junior's looking at this uh, stuff and he's like, what is it? What is this thing? It was road night or something. Uh, some like a magnesium something. It's all pink. And Junior and Hank are having a lot of fun. And in this one, uh, you know, he's like, yeah, that pink is from its oxidization rust. And then Walt just goes on some total science tear. But it was really joyless. And it kind of, like, changed Hank's look. He's like, man, Walt, you just, uh, not only did you out-knowledge me, you just sucked the joy out of uh, cataloging minerals. Because Hank's like, well, whatever he said, you know, you get the idea. And he goes, you want to see something interesting? Let's see. Walt's doll science kills a mood looking at rocks. And then he busts out this DVD of Gale singing karaoke. That was the name of the song, so I don't want to earworm anybody. Uh, but Gale's, like, dressed like he's on some sort of trip. I think, uh... There's, like, sci-fi effects in the background. And Hank's like, that's uh, Albuquerque's public enemy number one. And then we cut to the mid uh, Skylar breaking the news. And she's like, you know, oh, we're so happy. And then everyone's like, oh, I can't believe it. I didn't know. Holy cow. And Junior's so happy about his dad, and Walt almost wants to give in and start bragging. Uh, but Skylar's trying to maintain control, and then Walt's like, oh, I'm, I'm ashamed, son. And then he's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. But then uh, uh, Walt goes and tries to, like, uh, sneak a couple peeks at... Uh, the notebook, Gail's notebook, and uh, the, his files. And then Hank is like, hey, buddy, are you okay? And then they meet in the hall, and Hank's actually trying to be a real friend to Walt. He goes, you know, there's some big stuff with back there. And even Walt's chatting, he's like, well, we wanted to be thorough about it. Quite a tale. Couldn't have been easy. 
And Hank's like, you know, if you need to talk, man, I, I'm here for you. You really get uh, Hank's kind side here. He really is this big-hearted guy that cares about Walt. Yeah, you know, which really sets sets up the payoff down the road. But And then Walt's like, well, back at you, man. I mean, if you need to talk about any cases with chemistry or anything at all. And then the next thing you know, they are talking about it. And they're looking over... Uh, the notebook, and uh, Hank's like, this is my guy, the mystery man I've been searching for for a better part of a year. Uh, goes by the name of Heisenberg. And Walt's like, really? And he goes, yeah, some some scientist guy. He goes, a real guy. He goes, with a handle like that, he's got to be an egghead. No offense. He goes, Gail Major Tom Bedeker. And uh, well, Hank's like, yeah, I just wanted to look over this, you know, about the way they were cooking stuff. And it's like two sticks, dairy-free soy margarine. And then it's like, oh, that's vegan s'mores. Because there's all sorts of other stuff in here. Recumbent bikes, co- indoor composting. He goes, this guy's a real character. Well, it's like, well, more unique. Let's say he's unique. And then he sees the thing to WW, my star, my perfect silence. And Hank's like, I mean, Woodrow Wilson, Willie Wonka, Walter White. And Walt's like, oh, busted. And then Walt's like, wait a second, I saw a poem in here. When I heard the learned astrometer, learned. And from time to time, looked up in perfect silence at the stars. It's a poem by Walt Whitman, your WW. And he goes, oh, you brainiac, I must have missed that day of school. And then Walt, of course, he starts to see his flaw. He goes, well, did you think this gal guy was really your Heisenberg? And uh, Hank's like, yeah. He goes, I really wanted to get him, though. You know, he goes, we did. He goes, no, no, I wanted to arrest him, you know. Popeye, Doyle waving to Frog 1. I think that's our fresh connection. I got to rewatch French Connection when I'm sober because I don't think I ever saw it. it was sober. So, um, but yeah, and then they talk about it a little more. And then Walt gets a little paranoid. So then he runs over to Jesse's. Uh, Jesse's doing a head shaving thing. He's like, Jesse, Jesse, Walt's all spazzing. And Jesse's like, dude, I'm doing head shaving here. Leave me alone. Uh, so Walt gets kicked out. Then, if, then we have Walt at Saul's. Uh, and at first it looked like Walt was wearing a bathrobe, but ended up it was, a, I guess, a, it took like about five minutes for me to realize it wasn't a bathrobe. It looked like, a, then I was like, is that a bathrobe-style sweater? Uh, but then I was like, okay, I wrote it down, suede jacket on the next page. So then he's talking to Saul, and Saul's like, uh, I wouldn't panic about Jesse. I think everything's fine. Like, don't worry about it. You know, goose egg, bup kiss, that's what the cops got. Don't worry. And uh, Walt's like, Jesse's place is like got hobos living there now. And even Saul's like, hobos? That's not a proper term anymore, Walt. And Walt's like, no, no, actual ones. And then he, well, it's like, okay, anyway. And Walt's trying to stir a little bit of paranoia up in everybody, I think. Maybe it was tough to tell if this is a real or manipulative. And then Walt's like, that ship sailed on that car wash. That's a boy voyage. We're committed to that. And Scott doesn't know that, you know, I'm getting neurotic about work and stuff. Because she goes, she thinks I go to the lab every day. And Walt's like, how did everything get so screwed up? And, uh, you know, Saul's so, so like, well, you could always, you know, move somewhere else. And uh, Walt's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and then Walt's like, well, I want to keep eyeing Jesse, you know, maybe get him another round. Of, let's let's figure something out. Uh, then we're back at Jesse's. He's like buying me. He's like... Uh, uh, when Walt's going, I want to be tired. Saul just watches him. I looked at that too. Hank it all, hang it all up and walk away. But then it's when he says, how did everything get so screwed up? And then we have Jesse getting ready for work. He's like, let's start the party again. Get some pizza, get some dipping sticks. 
Uh, then we're at work. Walt's trying to stir paranoia about the cameras, and we notice the cameras are Walt and Kat. Walt notices, so we notice that the cameras are just following Jesse. Uh, then Jesse's back at his house. The pizza party's going on. He plays video games. Goes to bed. Mike wakes him up. And Mike's like, you know, somebody just stole all your pizzas. I kicked everybody out because uh, I didn't like that they were just eating your pizza. And then Jesse's like, you know, I'm pretty, you know, Jesse stands up to Mike and kind of impresses Mike with the way his mind works. Uh, then we have Gus and Mike meeting. And Mike's like, I, I don't want to worry. I, this Jesse, this Pinkman, we, we should figure out something about him. And then uh, I don't know if this is when, because uh, then it's like, well, him and Walter are team, but I know Walt won't like it, hint, hint. So then Gus is like, well, maybe I could, you know, manipulate Walt via Jesse, you know, by employing him and, you know, doing some other work. Or maybe maybe that's a spoiler a little bit. Not really, though. Uh, then we have Walt at work. He's like, Jesse's late. So then he goes to Jesse's house. He's like yelling and calling Jesse. And he's like, this is message three. Go get outside. I'm here to pick you up for work. And then he goes in the house. Uh, third time, it's charm. Jesse, Jesse calls. Then uh, he realizes Jesse sells in his room. Uh, then he goes back to work. He yells at uh, the camera, where's my Jesse? And then we have Jesse and Mike in the stage, and it's quiet, and it's just like a dad and a son on a trip. Because uh, it's quiet, and they're both like, they don't seem like they want to be around each other. And Mike finally goes, don't, Aren't you going to ask where we're going? And Jesse goes, Nope. It's probably maybe one of my favorite scenes in the whole show. Aren't you going to ask? Nope. And Jesse just keeps staring out the window, and the episode ends with them driving down the highway. And then I say thank you to uh, uh, Jillian, librarian, who say, hey, they came up and said, hey, I got to tweet Scoots. I find out what's at the end of the podcast. I never made it halfway through a totally semi-comatose. And I've gone through a lot of stuff. My circuits worry going to overdrive. You know, this podcast just puts me to sleep around 11. If I wake up at 4, I put it back on. Monologue running through my brain like serpents for a sieve. Or sieve made of sleeves, catching a word here or there, then nothing. A boyfriend of mine and ours in wonder. Then we got Jamie, Jamie Skim, who can't stand the podcast. Can't stand a husky, scratchy voice, uh, as the gravel stuck to his usual, sorry, buddy. Uh, then we have Glenn Coco, so- uh, the opposite response, soothing velvety coming. As they came up to me, they said, like a blanket of comfort, listening to Scoots helps me transition from over brain flowing, sleepy brain, no matter how preoccupied I am. Five minutes, thank you, poor friend. Then we have Jerry, who was a G. Gee, nice guy work three plus years. Uh, Drew is perfected a fool, perfected put people to sleep. Not hypnosis, not quite, it's a bit more than a bedtime story. A drug-free way of licking insomnia. I wonder what insomnia would taste like if we licked it. I'd be like, well, you taste... I don't like the taste of insomnia. You could put that on a shirt and I'll wear it. Uh, an unusual concept that doesn't make any sense. That's from Christina A.F.H. Don't why it seems to work for this nervous voice, monotonous and rambling. Just the right speed for the brain to catch on. And uh, YouTube, Amy Perry, 96 syllables of podcast, right? And then she said, hey, Allie, S. Hey, Allie said, hey, you guys are boring in a good way. Carol G., 3.30 a.m., she found the show, and then the sheep came. And the sheep said, if you met Nachama, Nachama S., who didn't take the boring, the podcast was boring enough. And I said, hey, about Mir. S.H. and Mir said, uh, yeah, but they passed out and I was talking about Walter Frey. I said, that's great. And then the primordial was like, and YouTube was like, I love this thing. I said, all right. 
Next thing you know, little piece in the line, she's like, I got a playlist called Sleeps Are All the Podcasts. Well, she falls asleep fast with a four or five wake up laughing. Thank you. And Hannah W. was like, hey, dude, don't you know anything about dowries? Or for? And they said, yeah, okay, thank you. And then a wood chopping, too, said they fell asleep as these. And then the next thing I see, Pulse Fire News, they said, this is underrated. I said, totally. And then I said, the cuddle zone. I said, what cuddle zone? And they said, I'm in a climb aboard. I'm in a cloud bed with wings, climb aboard. And Rebecca R. said, hey, I love this podcast, too. And Dan G. said something nice as well. It was so nice. I said, thanks, buddy. Yeah, then I popped over. I saw Snow Cone and Spencer. I said, what's up? It was Oslo. Jillian C. was around there. Then Susan uh, from Minnesota. And John W. Uh, Jonathan M. Then Stacy was a poet. said, what's up? I said, hey, what's up? You got poetry. Let's do it. Thanks. And then Allie was saying some nice stuff. And then Megan was totally like, what's up? What's that? And then Alexandra was going, hey, what's that guy? And they said, oh, totally, what's that guy? And Monica was over. She said, hey, you know, I got this. You got a piece of toast. I got some shifty jelly. I said, slam it on there. That's great. Jim, Jim B was listening. I said, holy, holy. And then Michael goes, hey, happy howling, howling fantods. And I said, I've got a case of those, holy moly. And Justin was by, he was helping. I said, man, you're the best. And Laura, she was totally like reaching out, Julie. And he said, hey, what's up with that, too? He his wife was like, yo, say, check this club, man. I'm at the club. And I said, that again? And I said, this is a chill play. I said, oh, cool. And Florence, she was like, hey, check this. Do you know anything? Can you check the microphone technique? I said, I could try. And I said, you know, and then Matthew said, hey, we'll see you. And I said, oh, totes, oh, totes. And then Colleen V was like, oh, hey, this is shabadoo-doo. And I said, shabadoo-doo-doo. And Jillian B says, hey, did you know Brandy? I said, totally. Bonnie the Baroness was over. And then Slay So Nice was like, hey, check this cat out. I said, is that a cat or a puppy dog? And she says, a puppy dog cat. holy mackerel. And Steve was around, Vivian. They were doing Simone. That was just great. I said, man, I feel good. And Bugs and how funny was over and come by. And I said, I, said, I think that's it, man, because it was totally, and I said, totally rural. It was just, say, what about Crystal? And I said, oh, yeah, and Claire. They said, hi, too, and Kit, too. And I said, Kit, the car. I said, no, Kit, the human. I said, okay, good night.